Welcome back to the Board at the Box Office podcast. I'm here with my friend Max. Say hello, Max. Hey, what's up? (laughs) And he is my official cartoon buddy. He's a connoisseur of cartoons. Would you say that's true? Yeah, I love I love all cartoons. You're a big SpongeBob guy. SpongeBob is my favorite one. I actually I love like the first three seasons, and I really like the first movie. I love how SpongeBob it gets kind of dark. Yeah, like it hides that. And I'll I'll get in, I I've noticed in this movie we're about to talk about Puss in Boots: The Last Wish it was excellent. By the way, it was. It was so good. It was really good. But I, I like how a lot of times cartoons they kind of um they hide serious topics yeah inside a movie that's it seems um not so scary on the outside or not scary but um sometimes the deepest topics kind of arise in these movies and I feel like that's especially true for SpongeBob because yeah. in SpongeBob they they tackle all kinds of topics like depression and and mental illness stuff yeah. like that and then also there's this like really weird detailed scenes that happen yeah they have like you know the, the cutaway where yeah, you the like cutaway where of like spongebob's face and he like looked like he's aged 100 years yeah and really like, weird it's like it's not drilling from his nostrils yeah like they disturbing. do that with like all the characters too like the Krabby patty the one time when they made the disgusting one for the uh health inspector <laughs> So, um, anyways, we watched Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I was really excited to watch this movie as a um, a Shrek fanatic. Yes. I know you're a Shrek fanatic, too. I also too. really like Shrek. Yeah, I've seen all the Shrek movies. Of course, of course. Yeah. You have to. Um, so, of course, this was made by DreamWorks. It's in the Shrek family. And I knew that this movie was pretty well-received before we went in to see it. I, yeah. I didn't do much research. But I was really, really blown away. Yeah, it had no business being that good. It was, it was really good. I, I liked, I've liked all the Shrek movies, except I don't know, Shrek like Forever After was like whatever. <laughs> yeah, like the one with uh, Rumpelstiltskin, that was that was whatever. But Shrek One and Two are, you know, actually like really good movies, especially Shrek Two. So. Like DreamWorks Shrek family was like kind of hit or miss, in my opinion. I really, I really liked how. So you know, the DreamWorks intro is normally the guy on the on the moon and he's fishing or whatever. But it seems like the, there's a new one and it had characters from other movies yeah. and and Shrek and Fiona were in it and we started cheering. <laughs> that was great. But I guess synopsis. Let's get a little synopsis. Let's. Let's give our synopsis of our this synopsis, movie. Yeah. So to, just to provide a little context to the audience of what we're talking about. So um, the movie starts in, in Puss in Boots, of course. He's he's a legend. He's a hero, blah, blah, blah. But he's starting to age out a little bit. And after a big adventure, he dies for the eighth time. And, of course, cats have nine lives. So he only has one life left. Mm-hmm. So this puts him in kind of a um, a crisis, a midlife crisis almost, where he's like, what am I going to do? I am not invincible anymore. I can't die. And at first, he, he kind of takes it on the chin. He's like, all right, whatever. I won't die anyway. 
But then this doctor. Well, yeah, the doctor, and then there's the death character. That, yeah. The scary death character comes in, and he's like, um, blah, 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 I'm going to get you. You're going to die. And then yeah, he's, he, he's, he goes into hiding spectrum. for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, then Puss hears about this wish, and he wants to get the wish, um, fairy tale wish or whatever, and so he can get his lives back and become a hero again. So that's kind of the the spoiler-free synopsis of the plot. We'll get deeper into um, certain scenes and themes later on once we get into the spoiler section. But um, animation-wise, it's interesting to me how these movies, they get more advanced, it seems like, with each one. It seems like DreamWorks maybe is a little bit behind, the, has been a little bit behind the ball um, compared to to Pixar and like the other houses of animation, but I really enjoyed uh, this one. It seems like they they took some inspiration from the Into the Spider Verse yeah. movie with kind of the fight scenes and stuff, especially the action scenes. Yeah, Do you notice the that? action scenes had like Spider Verse like animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was really good actually. Yeah, it was it was interesting to me because um, it was kind of that comic book style almost action. But it was also it was really smooth and detailed. Like I, it wasn't choppy either. Obviously, I mean it's some. Yeah. They spent a lot of money on that, so it shouldn't be. But, um, I thought that in particular was was cool that I, I didn't know coming in. But the, obviously with an animated movie, it's voice acting. Yeah. Antonio Banderas from Spy Kids is the is Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good. He he's he's a good. Good puss and boots. Yeah, it's it's iconic at this point. I feel like every time I hear his voice, it's like, oh, it's that's puss and boots. Yeah. Have you seen the Spy Kids movies? I saw the one with the thumbs. Don't they don't they all have thumbs? Is that just the first one? I think so. I think I, I think I only saw the first one. I think I had, I had the third one on DVD, and he like went inside a video game. Have you seen that one? I've not seen that one. So like the the kid goes inside, and the actor who plays the kid, he's like married to Megan Trainer now. <laughs> 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 but he like goes inside a video game, and I thought that was so cool as a kid. But anyway, Antonio, he was good. Florence Pugh was in it too. I don't I forget which. I mean. Voice actors matter only so much in these movies. It seems like they're always able to get A-list people for them. Yeah. I kind of don't like that, though. Like, uh-huh. like Disney getting The Rock. Like, he did, like, a good job. But when you get, like... That, that like, superhero pets movie. Yeah. When you get, like, Kevin Hart and all yeah. these, uh, like, super... It makes High you it makes actors. you like think of the actor instead of the character. When yeah, it's like that kind of happened to me with with um, John Mulaney playing um, the the pie guy. Jack, uh, yeah, Jack, whatever. I I, I didn't his... know that nursery rhyme, so I didn't really recognize it. Me but uh, he like puts his thumb in the pie or whatever. But yeah, John Mulaney plays kind of the villain in this movie. Of course, he's his voice plays the villain. And the whole time I was like, "Oh, that's just John Mulaney." I like pointed out immediately, and I was like, "That's John Mulaney. That's John Mulaney." And the whole time I was just thinking of John Mulaney yeah. instead of the character. That's that's what I don't like about uh, uh, voice actors, like super A list ones. I like very specialized mm-hmm. voice actors, uh, like 
uh, Antonio Bandera, obviously, and um, like Justin Roiland. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. No, not him no, anymore. No, not anymore. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I, I was just really impressed by the profound, did the, the profoundness of this movie as an yeah. animated movie, and and like I said before, how I, I notice it, and and I feel I feel like the same is true for Shrek. Kind of these messages, these deep messages, um, hidden inside these children's movies, yeah, and and nursery rhymes even too, like how in nurse a lot of those nursery rhymes have have lessons or almost like fables that, yeah. Um, but I, I like the, of course, with Shrek, it's in a fairy tale world and we're in that same universe. Yeah. So we, we get all these, these fairy tales like, um, well, the, the cricket, what's his name? Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> he's like an ethical little oh, guy. He's written as ethical, ethical. Yeah. Bug that's or what something. he's like credited as. <laughs> He's credited as maybe, ethical bug. Maybe maybe Disney owns the rights to Jiminy Cricket or something. Maybe that would well, be that makes sense, I guess. But well, there there is a certain like we thought it was going to be a plot point when when Jiminy Cricket shows up on on John Mulaney's the villain's car- on shoulder, and we're like, oh, he's going to have a character development. Yeah, and then and then it ends up where is it? That, that's a spoiler, is it? It do, it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler. But but anyways, just the the themes of of it sounds kind of goofy, but like friendship and and being thankful for what you have. Yeah, that's one th- is a is a main thing, a theme that's repeated in this movie. Like just um, instead of wanting more and more, um, just kind of looking around and and being thankful for the things that you do have in your life. And that was something that the characters kind of learned. And it sounds kind of surf- like a surface level theme on the outside but watching the movie it, it hits pretty hard like it's it makes you realize like uh-huh. it makes you value uh what you have already like just being in the theater with you i was like oh yeah i just looked at him i was like oh max i love you max <laughs> oh alex and then we alex. and then we went and got ice cream yeah and enjoyed the day it was a beautiful day carpe diem so overall um i really like this movie i I thought I was very impressed. Um, I liked it more than Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was probably the the best movie of of twenty twenty three so far. I would say. Yeah. Oh, did it come out in twenty twenty three? I think it did. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Best movie of twenty twenty three so far. Absolutely. Give it an Oscar. What are you rating it, Max? What am I rating it? Yeah. Oh yeah. I liked it a lot actually. Probably uh-huh. around like a. Nine out of ten. Yeah, I agree. As far as animated movies go, they don't get much better than this. Like I would, I really like. Of course, one of my favorite movies of all time is Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh yeah, and, and it it doesn't quite glimpse that tier of of stylistically being so beautiful and all. But as far as animated movies go, as far as DreamWorks movies goes, this oh, yeah. was this was pretty freaking good. Like I I agree. Nine out of ten for a DreamWorks movie. Very impressed. Expectations exceeded by a mile. Oh yeah, I recommend it. Go see Puss in Boots. Have oh, a great the theater experience. It's not long. It's like an hour forty. It's it's perfect length. You won't get bored. Very entertaining. The adults will enjoy it. The kids will love it. What a what a wonderful January New Year new movie 
Go to the movie theater. Support your movie theater. Let's do spoilers now. All right. All right. Spoilers start now. All right. Spoiler section now. What do you want to talk about, Max? What What was your favorite scene of My this movie? My favorite scene? My favorite scene was, I think, we didn't talk about it a lot in the spoiler-free section, but I actually really liked uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Oh, yeah. Those characters. I like how... They they mesh together really well, in mm-hmm. my opinion. In in Goldilocks, so um, there were three parties that were fighting for this wish yeah. that was at the end of the journey or whatever the quest. And the three parties were Jack, John Mulaney's character, who was like this big fat guy who just wanted it for himself so he could like take over the world or whatever. Yeah, there he wanted all the magic. All the magic, and then Puss, who wanted his lives back. So he could be a hero again. Yeah. And then Goldie and Goldilocks and the three bears were also after it. And we didn't know what wish she wanted until the end where it turns out, well, if you know the story of Goldilocks and the three bears, like blah, 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 she sneaks in, eats their porridge. Well, in this, in this universe, they like adopt her or whatever. And she's like part of the family. But her wish that she wants is to, have a real family. Have a real family, which is like, ooh, ooh, dang, cold. And the mama bear love Goldilocks. Uh, and she's like part of their family. She they like raised her, and she's like, ooh, I want to, I want a real family. You're not my real family. That broke them. Yeah, it's ungrateful. <laughs> whatever. But but she kind of goes through this character development too, same as Puss, where. She kind of becomes grateful for what she has, and and Puss, you know, becomes grateful for the life he does have, and blah blah blah. But yeah, it's still an interesting character arc that's happening alongside. It's like a little B plot. Yeah, that I enjoyed a lot too. My favorite thing was the death character, though. I thought yeah. that was like he was super interesting. Yeah, like that was one of the scariest cartoon Villains, characters yeah. I've ever. Because because <laughs> every time he entered, he like whistled. He's like, I can't whistle. I'm not gonna. Yeah. That was Something good. Like that. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> but every time he he entered, he did that whistle and then Puss's um hairs would start standing up. Like his a fur. Cat, yeah. yeah. And he would get scared for the first time. And he's oh, Puss in Boots never gets scared. Fearless. He's fearless hero, but death made him scared, especially when he only had one life with um, left so that was he wasn't the main antagonist of the movie I would say but he kind of just kept coming back and forth and he was yeah. just like a reminder to to puss that he need he's you know I really like the the scene where he's trapped in the like the cave thing like the lost souls cave mm-hmm. and it's like his eight lives are oh, all yeah, surrounding yeah, yeah. him and then death comes and just kills him all that was interesting <laughs> It was like a hall of mirrors and all, and it had all of his different lives of times that Puss had died. And they were all talking to him, telling him, oh, you only have one life left, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they were calling him a a, a wuss, I guess. Yeah. They're like, Don't. maybe maybe a, a puss. <laughs> 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 That's his name, of course. I don't mean anything by that. But, yeah, I, I thought... I thought that character was interesting. It was scary, especially for he. He kind of reminded me of of a character in Kung Fu Panda. I forget his name. Like he was, oh, um, shoot the tiger. 
Yeah, kind of the tiger. There's another one though that I feel like. Um, I'm trying to remember the the first, the villain of the first movie was the tiger, and then the second movie it I was like the it was like an like alligator. It was like an alligator looking dude, maybe. That was the know. I think it was the third movie. I don't. Know. I don't remember that one as much. Yeah, me either. So of course, in the end, puss he he realizes that he has all that he needs. He reunites with his um his ex fiance. Kitty soft, kitty soft paws, yeah, and and that kind of um, makes him more aware of what he does have in his life. And also, there's that the dog, the dog character, and the dog character is like the lovable like sidekick throughout the thing. He's yeah. kind of like the donkey to Shrek, and he and he's just like so innocent and happy blah, go blah, lucky, happy, thankful. He's he's kind of what um, he. Puss kind of learns from him because he's already so grateful for everything that he has. He's like, oh, I'm just with my two best friends. I I don't need anything else. And, and Puss is like, oh, I need my lives back so I can be a hero again and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, I think we, we've we've covered all the main bases. So there's the, the scene where he becomes a house cat, which was funny. And he grows a beard. I like that, too. <laughs> he had a beard for some for some of the movie scruffy yeah scruffy, guy. scruffy cat but yeah i mean there's not there's not that much you can say ab- about an animated dreamworks movie other than that we we both loved it we recommend it it's a nice light-hearted watch mm-hmm. um thanks so much for listening to this episode of board at the box office um next time we'll do another movie of course um we need to get monty back on so he can rant at us about politics some more i know everybody loves that So um, thanks for listening. Ciao.